OnTheBaselines.com podcast, coming to you from Vero Beach, Florida, and Marion, Massachusetts. Hosted by Ed Chenefy, this is the podcast that researches and investigates the club management and facility side of our business. Cardio tennis has not only faced animosity from tennis traditionalists looking at a court and seeing up to 24 participants, cardio has also faced challenges from live ball to group fitness challenges from industries and programming that is within its own core curriculum. But perhaps that's why cardio is still here at the forefront of tennis programming. Hi, I'm Ed Shanafee and welcome to the BeyondTheBaselines.com podcast. Each week it's a pleasure to bring you the news and the views from our tennis, golf, and fitness industries. Perhaps the main reason cardio is still so popular is Michelle Krause. Michelle is the literal and figurative queen of cardio. She too has persevered through different sponsors and supporting organizations, and through it all has made cardio tennis one of the stalwarts of any leading tennis program across this country. Michelle is an industry veteran who has seen it all from her early days teaching tennis at Club Med in the Bahamas to now setting up one of the biggest events of this tennis year's calendar. This year, she's running a massive triples event at Lake Nona in Orlando on April 24th, but more on that later. Michelle realized the business of tennis long ago, or more importantly, the business behind tennis. Clubs need revenue streams, and they need revenue centers. The stream is cardio tennis. The centers are the food and beverage departments and the surrounding sales at the tennis shops after those 24 people leave the one court. Michelle has always seen the bigger picture, and that's why she's one of the most successful leaders in our industry. So, without any further ado, Here's the cardio queen, Queen Krause. Here's Michelle. Hey, folks. Welcome to the BeyondTheBaselines.com podcast. And today I have Michelle Krause. We know her as the cardio queen, cardio tennis queen. Thanks so much for being here, Michelle, and uh, great to see you. You too, Ed. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, great. It's a pleasure having you. And and it was funny. I was trying to remember when we first met. I think it was Ocean Reef, one of the USPTA conferences down there. You were, I think, probably just starting cardio tennis. You were the, the person behind the thought process of burning calories while playing tennis with fun, <laughs> fast drills. And I think you you put a, a, a band around me, a polar band around my heart, and we watched the heart race. And uh, take us through your story. When did you first hit a tennis ball and how did you get into the industry? Yeah, um, probably like eight or nine. And my parents did play. And I think that's where most of us come from, which again is why we have to put some emphasis on adult programming um, because if the parents play, the kids play. And my parents are very recreational and um, I was never a great tennis player. I was not one of those, you know, junior high level playing tennis tournaments. You know, I played my high school tennis. Um, When I went to college, um, I did not play college ball. I went to Arizona State And I was so not like, you know, planets away from there's no way I could have, you know, played for them. I liked warm weather. That was why I went to Arizona State. So (laughs) at at school, I didn't really do tennis. I was doing whatever at school. Um, And then when I was graduating, I believe it or not, I wanted to go work at Club Med. Okay, which is not most people's aspirations. Um, but what a great company though. I mean, you yeah. see the world working for them apparently. Right. I don't know. Is that you true? do. You okay. do. And I was all about traveling. So um, I'm like, what am I gonna do at Club Med? 
well, I, I can teach tennis because I had taught some tennis and, um, and then I never stopped teaching tennis. <laughs> so there you go. That's the, so that's you, the background. you started teaching tennis at club med. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where was, where was your first club med? Did they move you around to different spots? Around yeah. the world? I looked out, um, but I was in the Bahamas was my first village. Oh, um, fantastic. Par- par- Paradise Island. Oh. Go figure. And I also lived in Ixtapa, Mexico, Sonora Bay, Mexico. And then I finished in the Bahamas. Um, but yeah, what a wonderful experience. And, and I just kept teaching tennis. Right. And I think part of my longevity in the business has been that I didn't play college tennis. Because as we know, a lot of our friends and colleagues, and especially more on the women's side, they play college ball and then they graduate and they put that racket down never to be held again. So um, I don't really have any regrets about that, but, um, but you know, there is a burnout level with our college athletes. You are known for cardio tennis and, and uh, what it's done for the industry is fantastic. And I met you through that. I mean, everybody in the industry knows you through that. How did you, you, you were a club med, you're in the yeah. industry. How did you come up with cardio tennis and tell us what was your, what was the story behind it? What made you yeah. start it and try to market it and say, Hey, I'm going to try to try, try this on. Let's go. Well, thanks for asking. Cause a lot of people don't know the, the history of cardio tennis and actually where it started was um, it started under the tennis industry association umbrella. Um, at the time, Jim Baugh was the president of the TIA, as well as a USTA national board member, very smart individual. And he was a numbers guy and he was always looking at the numbers and we're going to go back to 2004. And he was seeing that fitness activities were kicking the butt of traditional sports. So he thought to himself, how can tennis compete with that? So he came up with the concept of cardio tennis based upon stats and numbers. Um, And, and so at the time it was, it was, it was actually under the USTA umbrella, you know, it was a USTA TIA partnership. And then they were looking for somebody to manage the program. And I saw that. Um, <laughs> and of course, it rang all, all of my bells. And at the time, and you're a Florida person, um, Hurricane Charlie had just hit Punta Gorda, where I lived, and annihilated our town. So this was two, This was August 2004. 2004. Mm-hmm. Four. Yep. Yeah. So I lost my house, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was looking. I was going to quit tennis, actually. And then I saw this opportunity. And I said, that's me. And I interviewed and they hired me. And then here we are today, um, 2022. And um, I would say, if you asked me three or four years ago, I I would say we've made some headway, but fitness activities are in many ways kicking the butts of traditional sports still. Um, Now the pandemic has kind of kiboshed that a little bit. But um, yeah, they're, they're, so cardio tennis was very well thought out and very purposeful. Yeah, you can tell when you teach it, it's very well thought out. When I teach it, I'm not as uh, disciplined as you are, but you're, you're great <laughs> okay. at it. And I've taken lots of your classes at different, yeah. 
I think at one was a club med during a USPTA conference. Yes, it was. The, we, years ago I, here and, it, in and it's interesting because again, we're Florida people and we talk about, oh, well, where are our conferences? Well, for our conferences, we go to club med and we go to ocean read. <laughs> yeah. We we're a little spoiled. We're a little I know spoiled those conferences state. are fa- yeah, I can't wait for them to come back. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, you make a great point that fitness is uh, kicking our butts as a regular sport. And I have found that, um, my cardio tennis and, and I call it, I, I, I you know, and since I right. can't, yeah, yeah, I call it cardio tennis. You, uh, introduced it to me single-handedly and I brought it to, as a head pro, I brought it to a club and now as a director, it is by far my most popular, uh, clinic. And we have it on Mondays, sevens and eights, seven and eight yeah. AM, two classes back to back four courts. And then Thursday nights it's beat. Now this is, I, I call it cardio tennis. Uh, burn off what you're going to put on because of, we have beers after. Right. And it's a social and last in yeah. this past year, and I'm going to tell everybody what I did. Uh, what my head pro, uh, a great lady who's going to New Canaan Field Club this year, Hannah Fleckenstein. She said, Ed, a couple of years ago, she said, hey, you should do this with a band. So I got a band. We did eight courts with a rock band. It was hilarious. And Ed, when did you do that? We did it. I'll send you a video. We did it yeah. last August. I'm doing it twice this year. I've got a band coming off the islands up on the, off Cape Cod. And I've got a five piece rock band. That's really well known. Um, but th- last year we did it. And it, the funniest part, the members, first of all, we had 50 members watching. We had 64 right. members on the court, eight, eight, eight per court, eight pros, Okay. Uh, something like 700 tennis balls on the courts, you know, between greens and yellows and oranges. Cause we use a lot of green balls for cardio, but here's the funniest thing. I didn't know how to get the courts to rotate. Cause everyone has their own favorite pro, right. For cardio. Right. 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 So I said to the lead singer, this wonderful lady, I said, hey, every two songs, ball pick up and rotate. And it was hilarious. So between (laughs) Eric Clapton and like a Johnny Mitchell song, we had ball pick up and rotate. Yeah, I am. Well, you know, we're all big music fans, right? And there there should be more music in tennis outside of cardio tennis. Of course. Yes, I agree. Yep. Beyond the Baselines is the leading executive search firm for private members clubs and boutique resorts. From the kitchens to the courts, the practice tees to the waterfront, Beyond the Baselines is your partner to find the best in-class employees for your club, facility, or resort. Whether you are a member-owned club or a corporate hotel entity, we are the specialists for you in elite hospitality. It's not just the members that should feel loyalty to their club. It's the sense of loyalty combined with the pride of offering superior service and hospitality in every worker that makes a good club that much better. So find that right candidate with us today. Call us today at 508-538-1288. That's 508-538-1288. Or visit us on the web at beyondthebaselines.com. So you've got now you've talked about something that's very interesting that's uh, that that you brought up, which is adult programming. OK, mm-hmm. and 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 I think uh, our business is finally starting to realize that adult programming is is just as important as junior programming, if not more for the revenue of the facility, because people like to spend money on themselves. You know, we go gift shopping and we buy ourselves a gift and we buy, yeah. our, you know loved ones yeah. gifts too, but we always end up buying something for ourselves. Right. Have you seen adult programming grow because of cardio tennis? And what did you mean by that comment about adult programming? Let's go into yeah. that in a little depth. 
Well, I think you you kind of touched on it. I I I think it's been better in the last couple of years, but I think we went through like a decade where adult programming was neglected, generically speaking, in this country. And the focus became so much on kids, juniors, and I have and I have nothing against developing kids and juniors and getting them involved too, but there has to be a balance. And I felt like, okay, everything is about kids and nothing is about adults. And this was kind of at the height of cardio tennis as well. And if you look at cardio tennis numbers, um, it's candidly, it's the only thing in the industry that has shown not just year after year growth, but consistent and significant year after year growth. And I feel that was that was never leveraged. Like, yeah, that was great. But I personally felt that those numbers could have been doubled if more attention, attention meaning marketing, money, et cetera, education was given towards. And, and again, as we know, adult programming is not just about cardio. We have many offerings mm-hmm. for our adult, our adult clients. So I think to your point, uh, we're understanding that a little more as a as a group, whether we're owners, managers, directors, some of our um, tennis organizations. Now, the interesting thing, we and I don't think a lot of people know this. We are very different in the United States. Like, if you talk about adult programming in most other countries, it doesn't it, even yeah. exist. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there, there's like so so we are we are way ahead. I mean, there are some countries, yes, that do it, but you'd be surprised how many don't. That's just not part of their makeup. Um, and I do feel that if the adult plays, then their child is gonna be more likely to get involved with the sport. I see it that way for sure. Yeah. Uh, as, as my parents played, your parents played. Right. Uh, if we play as an adult, the kid sees us. My daughter loves it. I mean, she's you know, going to go farther than I did in tennis. Um, but here's the other way is, is we started doing kids crazy cardio, right? And the, in the, cause right. the kids see the parents doing it. Right. And so in the afternoons, we offered it for the kids and, as you say, the DJs, they come with their own music list. You know, they come with their own sure. playlist and they want to plug it in. So we've done it for the kids too. So it's actually working both ways. It's, it's fun to see the kids Love do it. it. And then the parents say, Hey, you know, this is great. And the parents haven't done cardio tennis. So, right. So Ed, how about this? And again, there are some of our facilities in the country who already, who have been doing it. Family cardio tennis. Family cardio. So the kids and the parents together are playing together. Remember orange ball. Okay. Yep. So, but yeah, I mean, again, and what other, what other sports traditional fit, a lot of fitness activities can be family, but you know, we, we have this incredible sport where the kids and the parents and the grandparents can all play together and we don't let, we don't leverage that. We just don't leverage it. We're missing the boat. Yeah. You think about it, golf, you can play together because of the handicap. Right. And right. one of the best events I just watched was Tiger Woods playing with his son. And we were exactly. all glued to right. the TV. Right. I mean, we don't do it in tennis. Where's Raj with his kids? And, and right. you know, I, I mean, we and, should and have a parent child tennis pro am thing kind of. Well, and if we have time in our time on this um, podcast, I will talk about triples. OK, but let's let's oh, keep I want to get to triples. OK, OK, but we'll, I'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, uh, now. 
I see, and now I've seen you growing cardio tennis, and now, and I've seen uh, Margit, Margit Bannon. Yeah, so you guys have been, yeah, Margit, you guys have been uh, teaming up. Yeah. And is that helping? I mean, is that two is, you know, two people stronger than one person? Is that helping yeah. both of your businesses? Yeah. So, um, Margit is wonderful. And our, our history is um, she lives in Punta Gorda, Florida. I used to live in Punta Gorda. That was where the club was. My club was built in the hurricane. So mm-hmm. we knew each, so we knew each other back from those days. And then our pandemic occurred and we kind of were reconnecting and we're like, well, what can we do during pandemic? Right. As we were all asking ourselves those questions. Right. And um, she is a, you know, tennis teaching professional and a yoga professional. And so we thought, okay, well, let's do a combination of, you know, cardio tennis and yoga because it's a pandemic and we can be out now. She has the absolute luxury of having her own tennis court in her backyard. Okay. Which really helps things. Um, so yeah, so we started it and we, you know, we do a class, um, you know, about once a month and we sell out every class and it's just, it's just a lovely, amazing experience. So, um, um, she's wonderful. Yeah, she's wonderful to work with. And, um, you know, I think we're all trying to be innovative. And, um, you know, again, how how are we growing the sport? What are we doing that's different or unique? I want to see tennis. You know, we see pictures of tennis or videos of tennis, and they show one, maybe two people on a court. It's not really a great image. Okay, we have this ability to be very social in group. You know, I want to see those photos and those videos of six and eight people on a court or 25 because or 24, because I can put 24 people on one court with cardio tennis plus. Okay, and if you think about that, you think, oh God, nobody's moving, nobody's burning a calorie. No, I have D1 players burning 800 calories in that hour. We have, we have to push that out there as an industry. Not just this one person on a court hitting a ball. Because why is group fitness so popular, Ed? Uh, Because it's social. Because it's group and social. I mean, I I, I, I totally agree. I mean, my Thursday nights, you know, I was just uh, going through an interview process to hire somebody. Right. Uh, for the summer. And I said, hey, look, you know, Thursday nights, you got to be there. He's like, what happens on Thursday nights? And I showed him. uh, And and on the call was my uh, uh, chairman, chairwoman of the tennis committee. She's like, right. you have 48 people yeah. on six courts every Thursday night. I was like, yeah. well, we got up to 64 with a band, but we're right. at 48 every week. And here's, here's the rub. And, and this is what clubs are starting to realize is if you book cardio tennis out there, you're pleasing say 46 or 48 members on right. six courts, which would only have housed in the past maximum of 24. So you're doubling your member usage. You're doubling the visits to the club property. You're doubling your food and beverage business because those 48 people, especially the millennials and the Gen Zs, they're going to hang out and have a cup of coffee or a drink or a cheese plate or a charcuterie or whatever it may be. Yes. (laughs) Uh, You know, these young guns, they love their fancy foods, but it makes a huge difference. And I'm going to come back. So I want to ask you a question about your cardio plus where I go and you taught me this, I'm going to give you credit. Yeah. You and TRX combined forces a, a right. few, way back when yeah, I, way I, back I, 10, actually. 10 years ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I still have a couple of friends from the TRX industry who I hope to get on the podcast, but I use TRX at my cardio. So I'll, I'll string up four or six or eight TRXs and I can put 16 people. I might have to bring out a fitness trainer, but that trainer's doing the eight people on the TRX switch. We go to tennis, they go to TRX. What, how do you just give us a quick glimpse into your 24 on a court? How do you do that? I want to know. Well, if you don't mind, I want to touch a little bit on um, TRX sure. Cardio Tennis. Yeah, yeah, please. Because, um, because candidly, it's really one of my proudest things that that came to fruition. Um, and what's really special about that product, um, which again didn't get to where I wanted it to get to, um, there was a very um, uh, professional course, and that professional course was on the professional development of TRX never in the history of fitness, okay, has there ever been a professional development course that included tennis in the fitness world, okay? And to me, that is like the biggest deal ever. Um, And the purpose of that was, okay, yeah, we are going to put 16 people on a court, okay? You you, you do really need two instructors to keep it safe. Um, but yeah, like right there, that's magical, right? Ed, 16, 16 people on a court is very impressive. So Cardio Tennis Plus, um, which I'm hoping to give this more attention in the coming year, um, that is a format where we can put 24, a max of 24 people on one court. It's all red ball. It's more or less 80% partner oriented. There's There's no there's no ball feeding. There's no, none of that. Um, it's a very cool thing to witness. Um, and if, you know, from our perspective, if I can go tell the city hall or my, my general manager, Hey, I can put 16, 24 people on a court. Don't take my tennis court away from me. Right. Because we know that's an issue, right? Why, why is the tennis court being taken away? Wow. Because nothing, because nothing's happening. Nothing's on happening it. on it. Okay, not at your places. Okay, and not at some, but you know, and I travel the world. I travel the country, and an empty tennis court makes me cry, or six empty tennis courts makes me cry. Because now we're going to put a condo on it, or we're going to turn it into a parking lot, or, or a we're going to turn it into a ball. Okay, so we we have as a tennis industry the tools to generate the revenue. Okay, to keep our tennis courts and to build more tennis courts. I'd like to welcome our first sponsor here at beyondthebaselines.com podcast, and that's Play by Court, playbycourt.com. Choosing the right technology partner is not an easy task. However, staying with the same outdated provider can be a costly decision. And with today's fast-changing environment, well, you need a partner that will help you adapt to the ever-growing needs of your members. At Play by Court, well, they provide the best technology solution customized for your club. With their app, your members can easily manage their profile. They, they can book courts, programs, lessons. They can pay. I asked Andre, show me the payment solutions. It's fantastic. And your members can communicate directly with members and you, the staff. So please go have a look at playbycourt.com and see what really matters most to your members. Your club, your rules, your software. Playbycourt.com. I am now working with a new fitness company called core first so their website is my core first so c-o-r-e my core first dot, dot com 
Um, we actually did our first impromptu training session uh, just in December um, at Lake Nona. Um, it is <clears throat> the benefits of it over the TRX is that, Ed, we can anchor it anywhere. Gotcha. Okay, because the challenge of the TRX is anchoring. I don't care how we want to sugarcoat it. It's still yep. a challenge, okay? Yep. So, so the core first, we can literally anchor it to the net. Like if we needed to anchor it, which that wouldn't be our first choice, okay? But, <laughs> yep. but that's what I'm saying. It's just so portable and so easy to anchor. Also, the learning curve is um, much quicker for both the instructor and the consumer. Also, it is what is referred to as hands-free training. So the, it, no the pressure trainer on the wrist. Wraps, so, so now you're taking all this pressure mm-hmm. um, and, you know, resistance and tightness. And it, it, again, not that we don't want to train grip, but most people, as we know, are over-gripping and we've got a lot of issues that result from that. So it's, it's hands-free training. So we're working, we are working on that programming at the Fantastic. moment. Um, I have, um, a facility in Atlanta that's starting, um, here in Naples. And then, uh, hopefully in March, we'll be starting at a national, at our, uh, UST national campus in Lake Nona. Great. So yeah. Well, congratulations so anyways, on that. Core, core first, you know, me, I'd always first. come up, always, oh, always coming up with something new always. Um, the, now Here's here's something that I'm finding, and and and, and I mean this in the best possible way. Right. When I do cardio, um, and I use or, um, orange or green dots, depending, yep. my 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 better better players are are wanting green dots, okay. and they love the the competitive drill part of it. And I know right. you you love you know the the combinations, the the partnerships, and then the exercises, and then. You get to, and we're going to talk about triples, right? Right. But I have got to get, I, for the better players, it seems like, and I want your viewpoint of this, I have to get to the competitive drills uh, where they're moving fast. You know, it's fast paced, but some people call that live ball. How are you going to <laughs> get those drills, you know, into, I mean, how do you see that getting into cardio and, and, and what's your percentage breakdown of drills versus, you know, fitness exercises versus movement on the court? So, um, yeah, great discussion. So the format for cardio tennis, and and this has been for, you know, remember cardio tennis started in 2005. Okay. So this right. is not new and it has morphed and evolved. Like, you know, like all things morph and evolve. Unfortunately, a lot of people are still doing it. Like it was 2005. It's not a drill-based class. It's a games-based class, right? Right. So that ratio, I mean, you are playing games for 30 minutes. Out of the hour. Out of the the hour. That's where I'm at, exactly. Well, good, then you're good, then you're good, okay? So the breakdown is 10 minutes warm-up, 10-minute drill, 30-minute game, five to seven-minute cool-down, okay? The drill part, the 10 minutes, okay, the whole purpose of drill-based is to just get the strokes warmed up to play games, because right. this class is all about the games, right? So you you get that you you're you're implementing that. Um, I can again travel the country and talk to coaches, and I will ask them what they think the ratio is, and they will tell me that they're doing drills for forty minutes. Okay, well they're not going to come back to your cardio class, right? So 
live ball, I mean, I, I guess I'm going to come back at you with a question. Okay. What is your what is your definition of live ball? <clears throat> so I, I bring this up because several clubs I've been consulting with have these things called live ball clinics. And it's high paced, competitive drill games. So, for mm-hmm. example, uh, I mean, I would think live ball could include triples, right? Because triples is fast moving. It's a competitive game. Um, I, I do, I, I, I do, I think it's, you taught it to me. I think I call it champions. You have two people at the net, two people at the baseline and the first feed goes to the, the deuce court. If they miss the guys on the far side rotate. And if they hit a winner, they're over on, you know, if they win two points, they're over. If they hit a winner, they're over in three seconds. I feed another ball. It's just constant point structure, live ball, no serving pro feeds. I mean, you could say the game 105 at a fast pace is a live ball game, um, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, if I had to define it, which I thank you for asking me because I wasn't prepared for that. I know. Uh, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I would call it. What would you call it? And wh- why did you ask that? Yeah. So there's a lot of mystery about live ball across the country because it means something completely different everywhere you go. Okay. Cardio tennis is live ball. It always has been live ball. Right. So, you, you know, there, there's, there's, there's no other activity that where you are having more touches on the ball and constant movement than in cardio tennis. So live ball, there is a history of live ball. Again, most people don't know this. Okay. So live mm. ball was born in Southern California. All right. I'm going to, and again, for those that are involved with the origins of live ball, please forgive me if I don't express the right, you know, words, Um, but Southern California, um, Pacific Palisades um, might've been like the club that Mm -hmm. was the first doing it. And I think I have to give a shout out to Steve Bellamy. Um, And it is one game. Okay. Which is just a pretty standard, you know, uh, champs versus challengers, two versus two game. And you play that for an hour. That's very different than cardio tennis. Yes. Okay. Cardio tennis is group fitness. Okay. Meaning it is very structured with a format and there is a purpose in training in your heart rate zones. Okay. And the aerobic and anaerobic benefit comes from the touches on the ball. Okay. It's not a push-ups class. It's not a sit-ups class. It's not bring some uh, kettlebells out there class. It's a touches on the ball class. Live ball in its true form is also, it is very competitive. It's yellow ball and it is geared towards higher skill players, period. You're not going to take a beginner or a 2-0 or a 2-5 and put them in live ball. Okay. Cardio tennis, you can't. All right. Why? Because we use the orange ball. Okay. So we won't get into all my, you know, my nope. soapbox of orange ball, why the <laughs> benefits. Okay. Um, and green ball's great too. We love the green ball too. Um, but cardio tennis should never be yellow ball ever. Okay. It's too dangerous. Number one, um, it's games based. So guess what? There's not many balls on the court. Okay. When I see, and I see it, I see coaches and this happens more in the North Northeast. They come out with the biggest wheeled cart uh, like of yellow balls that I've ever seen, sometimes two. Okay, now what I see is people in a line, 
hitting some balls and the court, your court should never, ever be covered in balls in cardio tennis. So anyways, I'm digressing. So live no, ball, this is great for people true, to hear. Yeah, that's I'm learning. I'm learning. Ball. Right. That's true. Live ball. Very popular in Southern California. But now when you get outside of California and you get over to the East Coast, that all changes. And again, I could go to any club um, and I'm going to get a different definition Okay, of what live ball is. Candidly, Ed, live ball should be normal tennis instruction. It's like okay. A, it's like a ladies' team practice to me. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, you know, why why are we like we don't like lines? Okay. Like, why are people you've got them for one hour? Okay. Give give them all you can give them and all they can get out of that one hour from a fun, physical, and technical standpoint but we put technical first. Okay. All that technical comes actually when they're moving and they're hitting a lot of balls because right. it just, it happens. Right. So any, anyway, does that, does that no, give that, you a concept of my live ball experience? Yep. Yep. And, yeah. and I'm, I, I'm, I'm learning and I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. very happy about that because I started this conversation saying my better players want uh-huh. to play with yeah. the green, with the green dots. They've asked yeah. for the yellows. I go, no, uh-huh. we're not. Yeah. I said for two reasons. One is the points last longer with the green dots. So you get a better workout, right? You also have to produce a swing better with the green dots. Right. Right. And um, the third reason, and this is the biggest one is if you step on a green dot, you're not going to break your ankle. Correct. So, and it's so fast. And if you're playing a high, a high pace game, so the, the and, and so I, I, just to let you know how I do cardio yeah. is I, I group each court. We'll have six courts by level. Right. So my best, right. my best players are on court six, my next five, four and so on. So the, the, and as we rotate, we have greens and oranges on each court. Mm-hmm. And based on the level of that group coming to you, you play with either oranges or greens. Mm-hmm. I've had to fight the greens, but we, we've allowed it. Now, here's the funny thing, and we're going to get to triples with this. Okay. Our cardio is an hour and a half. In the, on the week weekdays, it's an hour. And on the Thursday nights, an hour and a half. And on the Sundays, it's an hour and a half. And then with the live band, we did two hours. Okay. But right. let's go to the hour and a half sessions on the Thursdays and the Sundays. This is, okay. I'm just using my club as an example. Right. If I am not playing triples mm-hmm. within a half an hour of the end, people are complaining. They want yep. the triples. So I have to watch the clock or else I'll have one of my wonderful members who just loves cardio, but really is there to play triples at the end. What, what were you going to tell me about triples? I want to go back to that. I've written back, go back to triples. What were you going to say, Michelle? We're sharing the same brain, Ed. Okay. Um, so in our, in our education of cardio tennis, okay, we educate that every cardio tennis class you play triples. Every cardio workout, you play triples, no exceptions. Thank, right? I'm God, thank God I'm not making a mistake. <laughs> because as you know, and your clients know, it's the greatest game in the whole world, okay? We also, we also educate that when you're doing your game segment, okay? Game segment is about 30 minutes. You're going to get three games in that half hour, 10 minutes each, okay? Mm-hmm. You always do triples last. Okay. Okay, you I'm, don't I'm do it. Sh- you, you don't, don't do, do it, it first. first because 
it's like, it's like, and you know, music, when you go to the concert, you've got the opening act and then you've got the main act, right? Well, the main act of cardio tennis is triples. So you save it till the end. Okay. Now, because I love it so much. Okay. And again, we've been doing this for a long time, but one of my um, three uh, strategic priorities for 2022 is a triples movement in this country. Not just triples, but a triples movement. I hope it, I hope it shows up. I hope you, I'll help. How, how can I help? I know, you're, know. Gonna, you're gonna help me, okay? I love it. So, so I'll give you a little, so we've been doing triples events in pockets of, because it's an event unto itself. And one of the reasons that triples is a triples event is the best thing that anybody could ever do in the tennis industry. And I remember cardio tennis is like my, my love of my life, but I'm going to push out triples even before cardio tennis. Okay. Why? Because triples the learning curve for the instructor is easier. It's one game. Okay. They're not having to learn because you know what? Delivering cardio tennis is complex. It's hard. Okay? You got to be okay? a good, good feeder, you, good pro. Well, you got to know a lot of things. All right. But triples is just one thing, all right? Also, my, my main thing is always inclusivity, okay? I don't want ability levels separated, okay? Because when you, and we can argue for, you know, you can make an argument for both, okay? But, and in, in, Ed, coming from, you know, your business mind, if I'm the owner of the club, okay, I am there for profit. So if, and we know profit comes from memberships, right? Mm -hmm. Predominantly. So if my, if the people at my club have a larger social circle, the chances of them staying at my facility is greater. All right. So if I'm continuously, if you look at leagues and teams and all this division of ability level, well, the four O's are never meeting the two fives. Okay. In triples, they they are. Okay. So, okay, so okay, and it, it's all good, right? I mean, because you, you know, you, we're again. I, I, you know, it's Michelle's oh, no. crazy. We're on the, we're on the, we're on the same, on the same right? path. You, we're on the same path. You get it, okay? So, so triples. I mean, I could literally have a true beginner come out and play, okay, with all the other athletes on the court because it's orange ball. The other thing I'm going to throw at you that we. And again, I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I only really figured this out two years ago. (laughs) We now, again, our education of cardio tennis, you play two bounces. Ooh. Yeah. Now I want you to think about that. Okay. So orange ball. Okay. So the orange ball. The second bounce is going to be very low, isn't it? With an orange ball? It is. But but what is it? It's a fitness class. So So you have to get down. You have to get get down. What are you doing? You're lunging and squatting without even being told to do it. Okay. That's interesting. It changes, Ed. It is like, I mean, it is such a game changer. It changes the strategy. Okay. It trains how, you know, the neurotransmitters in your brain are working. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, in triples, we're going to play two, because all the games, you play two bounces. Two bounces. So, so we got orange ball, we got two bounces. So again, I can pull anyone off the street as long as they have an open mind and, and, you know, some tiny bit of hand-eye coordination, they're playing triples because even when they miss, okay, there's a second bounce and somebody else on their team is going to get it because there's three people. Okay. Not two. 
<laughs> well, Michelle, I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna defend myself here. Yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna. Same. Mine's thing to say. So. Yeah. I do the games like we we do the warm ups and we're by level. When we go to triples, yeah. if I have four courts, say we have twenty four people, we do six teams right. of four, and we have one person sitting out. You know, we do the diamond. Right, you're, you're doing right. Right. Yep. Uh, the way I do, I, we don't keep the same group. I go to the court one, Good. which is the best. I go one, 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 one. So A, B, C, and D players all go over there. You're one team. So the Perfect. D plays the A with the A, the B, and the C, and that's how we even out the teams. I used to have to write them out. And I was like, why have I've got the courts by level already right. for the warm up? Why right. don't I just one, 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 one? And and it works out so fast. And so Perfect. we do for triples, you have A through D players or A through F if we have six courts, whatever it is. Um, right. so I do break it up for the triples, and and it, that's the fun because the, the fun. good guys are getting stymied because they're playing mm -hmm. with orange and green ball, uh, mm -hmm. by these people who've just come on the court and can make exactly. contact and put the ball back over the net. Right. And you know, when you're, when we're, when we're doing cardio tennis or triples and you have all these ability and fitness levels intermingling and you're using the orange ball, people could be walking by. Okay. Or observing. And the orange ball is such an equalizer mm -hmm. that most people would have no clue is to what that person or that person or that person, what their ability level that's right. is, it, right? It, it, it's fantastic. And, and that's the beauty of it. So, so Ed, you're doing so many great I'm, I'm things. Doing, you know, okay, I haven't I'm talked to you. In a, you. I, I know. haven't seen one of your class I, in a couple of years. I so I'm kind of, I'm kind of happy that I'm not, you know, outside the, the box no, too far. Here's, here's just something for people watching. Uh, so we were doing cardio tennis since I've been at my club sip can and triples, obviously the most, uh, to me, it's the greatest game. As you say, greatest game on the tennis court. You can play three on three for people that don't know triples. And there might be people, it's three people against three people. You normally have one person to the center of the net, two at the baseline on the forehand back inside, and you rotate every point. So you go in a kind of like volleyball. Anyhow, the kids, we started doing it with the kids the first year I was there. I tried to do a barbecue because my old club, we did a junior barbecue and we would play round robins and we do this. Well, junior barbecues now we have 80 to 100 kids and all they do is play triples. Play triples. <laughs> and the parents love it. You know what? We play an hour and a half of triples and then go have burgers and dogs. Mm -hmm. And the parents, you know, the parents watching and I have one, you know, I have more than one critical parent. Yeah. But one of the critical parents came up to me and said, hey, Ed. I love this game. I'm hoping, you know, I'm thinking, oh, here, here, here comes the mm -hmm. mom that's going to complain about it. Makes the kid play net. It makes yeah. my child play net. Exactly. And you think about it, you have to go to net in that front spot and you can't back out. Peer pressure. Ed, we could do a podcast just on triples. Well, let, you know, I'm, I'm and so that'll, be, that, that'll be our next podcast. That'll be but, next one. Um, to your point, as much as your members, adult and juniors are enjoying it here in Sarasota, triples is big. Like our people go out with six people and play triples all on their own. That is how amazing it is. I love triples. So, so that's going to sit. So as part of my movement, which I won't go into all the details of the movement, <laughs> which we're going to be part of. Okay. But I'm going to share this right now on this podcast. Okay. Cause this is exciting news. I don't have the date nailed down. I'll probably have it nailed down next week. It's, probably going to be April 24th. Okay. okay. Did, 
Ed, you were aware that May is National Tennis Month. I am aware of that, yes. Okay, so this will, if it happens April 24th, it's going to be the kickoff of National Tennis Month. We're going to have the world's largest triples event at Lake Nona at the home of American Tennis. Oh, fantastic. April 24th or that, that April 24th. That it's not locked in. Okay. I should, I should know. Uh, I know, will come up for that. Oh, okay. I mean, that's only an hour from my house. So I'm, I'm coming. Yeah. I'm going to watch. Yeah, yeah. You're no, you're going to play. All right. So, I can play. Uh, yeah, or if you need, if you need feeders, okay. I like feeding. Uh, too. No, you're, you're, pro- you're probably going to be a coach is what you're going to okay. be. So that'll be um, fantastic. It'll be great. And, and when we do triples events. Okay. So there's triples in the context of the cardio tennis workout. Okay. Then there's triples in the event. All triples events are self-feed. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay? There's no you know, feeding. And that's, yeah. So it's right. That's so, so you a gotta, whole nother strategy. You got to run and get the ball. Like, and that's oh, a lot yeah, more it's, work. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot so, about that. Forgot yeah. about that. So anyway, we'll do it. We'll do a podcast on triples one day. Okay. So that's your short term goal is bringing. Yeah. Is, is, well, is bringing I don't have a short term. It's kind well, of it's kind of a goal of 2022. Because here's my other reason for triples that in no disrespect to pickleball. Yep. But um, I, I feel tennis needs something to compete better with pickleball. And people enjoy pickleball because it is very easy and it's social. And other reasons, okay. Um, and it's inclusive. Well, a lot of parts of our tennis are not. Okay. And tennis is not necessarily easy, but triples ticks off all those boxes. So that's another big triples push. Michelle, I, 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 you know, I'm going to bring in this to a, a conclusion. I'm going to say that you have hit the, you know, the nail on the head with the word social pickleball yeah. is social and mm-hmm. tennis. When you're playing Boca Raton, Palm Beach Ladies Women's Tennis Association, or you're playing DBH up in New England and you're yelling at your opponents because they've called a ball out on an indoor court at 930 at night. That's not social. That's not fun. And I think we miss the social side in tennis. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, funnily enough, we're we're here at the end of the Australian Open and the tennis community was all talking about Novak. And here's Rafa. And here is, again, a woman in the finals. And I'm going to time, you know, we know what day is. So excited. An American woman in the finals of the Australian Open. And you know what? No one was talking about her. But now we all are. And we're being social about tennis. And it's important for us to be social as a community, as you say, to get us back on the courts. And triples and cardio tennis as a whole does that. Right. Does that. Exactly. Um, and when we, and as you know, with triples and we can, you know, we do keep score and we will keep score and all that, but you know what? People are having so much fun and it's so fast paced, especially when you get into selfie triples, nobody cares what the score is. No. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, you know, a lot of that just goes away. Yes. Um, not, not completely. Cause there's always somebody who might want to break their racket over something, but, um, but we, we, but it we does. Deal. And it's yeah. fun because you're playing with all different levels because that yeah. has been planned. Right. Michelle, it's been wonderful having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for all you do for the industry. It's, it, you know, it's tremendous. Please tell our listeners where they can find you and find cardio and find out what you're up to. Where, where, where are you at? 
Yeah, I would say for our coaches. So for our tennis coaches, um, I really would love for you to go to cardiotennisinstructor.com because as soon as you go there, you're going to get a free online educational course. Okay. It's three hours and you get CEUs from both the USPTA and the PTR. Um, for I got to get my CPUs in. Yeah. 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 So for our, for all of our, you know, um, consumer based fans out there, um, we're, we're our cardiotennis.com website needs to be redone. And I unfortunately do not have any information I can give you on when that might happen, but you can go to usta.com and you, you'll be able to find some, some cardio tennis information. Um, so I hope that helps cardio tennis instructor, and then really our social media platforms. So whether it's Facebook or Instagram, mm-hmm. it's either cardio tennis mm-hmm. or it's cardio tennis instructor. All right. So I would say the social media platforms are a better space for most people right now. That's where I and see that, it. That's and where I'm catching, yeah. keeping and up. And then everybody will, you know, like I said, and Ed, as soon as I have this date locked in on triples, um, please let I me know, let and, you I'll, know and I'll put it on the website. It. Put it on my okay. website, and uh, I hope to see you soon. And if not, April yeah. fourth, it'll be soon after that. Yeah, Thank you that so much for great. being here. Great yeah, to have my you. Pleasure. You. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the BeyondTheBaselines.com podcast. It really is a pleasure to bring you the news and the views from the country club, tennis, golf, and fitness industries. And it's because of you. 10,000 of you join us. That's fantastic, and we really enjoy having you here. So thanks for listening, and see you again soon. Thank you for listening to BeyondTheBaselines.com podcast. It's a pleasure bringing you each week's news and views and great guests from our tennis, fitness, and country club industries. You can always reach the team here at beyondthebaselines at gmail.com or on the phone at 508-538-1288. Please do visit our website at www.beyondthebaselines.com, which is updated regularly with even more information for you, your club, or your facility. See you again soon.